Hello everyone, happy Monday. I just wanted to pop in before this week's episode of What's On Your Timeline Mondays just to say thank you for being so patient with me. I know the last couple of weeks have been like really weird as far as like upload dates. That's mainly because of, you know, the amount of holidays there has been Pride, Juneteenth. So thank you so much for being patient with me. We're fully back on track now. And yeah, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Let me know your thoughts on the topics that we're discussing today. Also, make sure you give us some feedback. I really would like to hear your thoughts on the podcast in general. Um, so feel free to message me at the Devon Hour on Instagram and also the Devon Hour at gmail.com. So with all that being said, let's get into this week's episode. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Devon Hour Podcast. What's on your timeline Mondays? And we're here, we have the co-host Joe. Ayo. And we are ready to get into some things. This week, the celebrities, the world has literally been on fire. Like, it's literally been hot as hell. (laughs) It's just been terrible this week. Hmm. I wouldn't say terrible. I didn't have a bad week. The rest of the world might have had a bad week, but I did okay. Yeah, personally, I didn't have a bad week. I'm talking about like in regards to like the celebrity <laughs> news and. Oh, they having a bad time. They having they... a terrible week. Mm. It's fucking horrible over there in Hollywood. But we are here, of course, to dissect what is going on. Um, but before we get into, you know, the shenanigans and topics and of sorts, let's talk about what's going on in our lives personally. First, I've been revisiting a lot of like Nickelodeon television and like I've been really getting into Eating your childhood. Yep. I've been really getting into Big Time Rush again. Oh and <laughs> I, for, I forgot how much I really was a stan. And I just it really amazes me how the world chose One Direction over Big Time Rush. <laughs> Why wouldn't they? They were 10 times more attractive as a whole than Big Time Rush. And they didn't have, oh, I, I think Big Time and they, Rush. And Big Time Rush was American. They had no chance against the people, the, the boys with accents. I think Big Time Rush was fine as hell. I think they're way, way better looking than One Direction. But I think that's mainly because the boys in, in, in was it Big Time Rush just had a little bit more sauce? And they were older. Right, and they were more muscular and taller, but they was they was men. Yes, they were. The direction were boys, which yeah. is why I guess they um appealed to like younger women so much because they they dreamed we dreamed we had a chance because they were like what sixteen seventeen yeah yeah <laughs> and we were like what thirteen <laughs> and also big time rush they were on Nickelodeon so they had that attachment to like children's yeah. television. In comparison yeah. to One Direction that just came off X Factor, so they had like the young adult adult crowd. Mm-hmm. So I think ultimately, they could be sexy. <laughs> yeah. So ultimately, One Direction was was just the better investment. But Big Time and Rush, also, like, I they love their grow album. Out of it as a whole, like yeah, they're not inherently doing as well as they did as One Direction, but you know, 
they're still celebrities. Right. Big time rush is like <laughs> big time rush. Like they're in the news because they're Trump supporters now. <laughs> oh, I forgot Carlos is a Trump fucking supporter. The the one person of With color in the group. Spy Kids wife. No, the Spy Kids wife. His wife is um the girl from Spy Kids. Yes. And she's a Trump supporter too. She's in like an MLM and everything. She's weird. What the hell? D-list celebrities, D-list celebrities are, are are a different breed. That there is. That's not Hollywood. That's that's somewhere else. Loving <laughs> hip hop. <laughs> Atlanta. Yes, like Love that's hip hop. Atlanta. It was just ghetto. But yeah, I've been revisiting a lot of that, and I've been thoroughly enjoying it. What's been going on with you? Some life changes. Jocelyn's Jocelyn's cabaret, bro. The last episode is uh july 11th i have to wait two weeks for the last episode yo what the hell is going on that last episode yeah oh my gosh you saw the trailer for the last episode yes where yummy just out of nowhere just bops fucking miss natural she must have lost you can't tell me she didn't lose or she must have been she must have snuck miss natural as she was like in the middle of doing the choreography or something because ain't no way miss natural is not going to beat the shadow of yummy let her get snuck herself get snuck like that yep exactly and that's crazy because Miss Natural was like, I'm not going to put my hands on you because I have a lot of respect. And this girl done fucked up already. And here she go putting her hands on Miss Natural. Mm. But what I will she, say. She must have not gotten that part. But what I will say <laughs> is that the final four is not the final four that I'm expecting. Like, I feel like it's going to be a mixed bag. Because initially I was thinking it was going to be like. I'm thinking it's going to be like Big Lex, Lexi Blow. I know they're too surefire. Mm-hmm. Sapphire, I don't think so. Me neither. And Lucky, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. So those last two is either gonna. I think Miss Natural is gonna be one of them, and then it's gonna be like a toss up. Probably Chanel. No, yeah, Jocelyn was like Chanel. You did good this time, but she's body shamed her a lot, you know. Yeah. And I didn't like that because I like Chanel because I'm shaped like her. <laughs> So that that kind of like turned me off of Jocelyn a little bit because she's she's one of the natural ones, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's still men out there that think that that's beautiful. What? If that's the the people that they're catering to, right? Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it's been it's been that's an interesting it season. It's been way better than baddies. It's been better than anything. And and the the scene with ballistic and how he was up the the, the whole scene with ballistic while in the tub was that's not the one that I'm talking about. <laughs> Yikes. I'm talking about where she's like, ah, to see her grow from this to this and, you know, to get her dream finally. And I'm like, you know what? That, you know what? I can't even knock it because she worked really hard. She had to put, she had to go through two seasons and I'm sure that wasted a lot of money mm-hmm. on her end. So for her to finally get it after two seasons and through a pandemic, she gets to put this artistry together and it's her way and not nobody else's way and not somebody undermining her like cough, cough, her ex husband <laughs> right but you know i just it's nice to see that jocelyn has grown and even if we don't get a second season a third season i'm a riot but if we don't get a third season that's okay right i would love to follow continue to follow these girls out on jocelyn's cabaret right because they're they're just as easily replaced as they're easily found you know mm-hmm. 
But so what I you think, think her putting together these people can be a TV show on its own. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think they what they should do is take like a um because RuPaul's Drag Race did something like that where they had like when the girls went to Vegas and they had like their own reality show of them like documenting their time in Vegas and stuff. I think that they should do that for Jocelyn's Cabaret. Oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense actually. And that'll be dope. I would love to see that. Yeah, well they're performing in Vegas because they're supposed to be performing in Vegas, right? Yeah, a cute little five episode series, I think. I think will work for right, me. Right, it's something to keep me paying five ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yes, that's that's it. Um, let's see what else is there. Oh yeah, there was a severe heat wave this past week. Well, mainly on like the west coast of America because it was hot as shit over there, like one hundred twelve degrees. Hot as shit over here too. I yeah, but like the ninety seven, ninety eight that was over here it was ridiculous. It was hot. I took Bowser out to the dog park that day because I was like, I want him to be tired because he had a lot of energy and the walk home. And I'm like a block away from the dog park Mm -hmm. and the walk home was still. It was really, really bad. Like, but I really just want to read like I know it's too early for us to get into like the fuck off section, but I just have something to say to New York City. How dare you tell people of the city to turn off their air conditioners when you have all of Times Square lit the fuck up. And it get hot. Those lights make it hot, baby. And it make it hot. So I'm just like, why not turn off those lights? You need, you know people need it to survive. First off, New York City is already congested as it is. And that's because mm-hmm. of the officials of the city or whatever. Y'all cause New York City to be as congested as it is. And then now you're telling the people within this congested ass city that to turn off their air conditioners because it's taking up too much power when you could just simply just turn off every single billboard downtown so i don't understand that and in times square that made no sense to me well also like you telling us you don't know my health risks you want me to end up in the hospital and like even if i didn't have any health risks 97 degree weather if i wouldn't fucking leave my dog there why would you leave me there right I'm not about to turn off the AC for my my dogs to fry. No, thank you. Right. I'm not no honey baked ham, bitch. I pay my taxes and my electricity bill. You figure it out, bitch. (laughs) Not me. (laughs) Right. How you have... You would think that a city as as strong as New York would be able to maintain such electricity surges, you know? Exactly. Like like I said, like the fact that the city has made itself congested by putting up all these buildings and promoting New York City to be this city where you should move to, da da da. And then mm-hmm. all these people move there and is living there and is actively using air conditioning and electricity in general. And then you're pissed that they're using it when it's too hot. But that's your fucking fault. You should be the one to me to be able to maintain that amount of power being used at once. But then once again, Times Square is lit up twenty four seven. So turn them bitches off for an hour or two. You know how much energy you will save. Shit at your toilet and not have no toilet paper, baby. Right. <laughs> so what the fuck? But while, oh, yeah. but speaking of New York City, we did celebrate Pride. A little recap of that. Um, how was that from your perspective? My leftover sushi was lit. <laughs> that place you took us to. Yeah, right. On. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know your little nooks and crannies. Spicy, you know your spots. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> You're not dead, but you know things. <laughs> she she gone, but not no, not dead. 
I'm cracking up. Nah, but yeah, yeah. You... She, she she takes me to all these nice little places. I would love to take you to some other places in the city. Najee really enjoyed the spot. He really enjoyed he New Jersey. Up, he was like, I had a great time. We really need to do this again. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, young man. Well, old man, because you a grandpa compared to me. <laughs> damn near 13. <laughs> if you're listening to this, Najee, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really enjoyed himself. So that made me feel yeah. good. He, he really enjoyed like Hoboken and Jersey City because I took him around a little bit. It was really nice over here, and I was like, yeah, I think yeah. we we like unclenched our butts after those. Yeah. <gasps> ah! we, we Wait, you bitch! Me. You said unclenched your butt. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but other than that, Pride in itself, it was just a lot to digest. Like it was very com- like I knew I knew it was going to be compact because of the situation because it was pride and it was the first mm-hmm. pride after a year of not doing anything but mm-hmm. the f- way people were compacted in that little ass street they should have definitely you opened up more streets you ain't seen me every time we walk through a hall i was like i'm gonna sweat all no no football wearing a fucking mask because everybody was partying there and all i could see on my instagram stories the next day was just people in them fucking crowds because i already know us and how we are we were eventually going to make our way uptown to go to central park eventually like that was always yeah that was always gonna be the plan like we like to wander and just take shit in and it was hot that day so i wasn't beat for any like extra moving extra being next to people like all that body heat yeah. no thank you miss ma'am and also <laughs> Like I said, they should have they should have blocked off more than just that one block. They should have blocked off multiple blocks. With all those pop-ups, I feel like there could have been so much more space, especially if they had all that music and stuff. Like if that could have just been one block alone, rather yeah. than it being in between a bunch of other blocks. Yeah. So that way it wasn't congested the way that it was because it was congested because everybody stopped to party in the middle of all these fucking crosswalks. It didn't make sense. And then the parade that started out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, at that point, I was like, why? What was the point of you canceling the parade if you could have just had one regardless because all the people were there any fucking way? Everybody was walking like it was a parade anyway. That when I lost Joe in the crowd, I was like, y'all clearly have never been to a frat party before because you got a choo-choo or they're never going to let you get through. So I lost y'all across the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- that's why I was kind of like, okay. It was a lot going on. I feel like what we should have done, though, mm. like us four, what we should have done, we should have went to Washington Square because I did see it was lit, but it was a lot more space there. People were more spaced out and all that. So it was a lot better, even though eventually late at night, though, there was a big like cop riot because cops were harassing the queer people for partying. Yes, that was terrible. Was partying. I remember that. I saw that on one of my friends Instagram stories, too. So but, have gone. I wouldn't have hated that. Yeah. So uh, I mean, pride shouldn't be the only reason that we go into the city. <laughs> No, I mean, we we are in and out the city any fucking way. Like, you know, I work in there. (laughs) Yeah, it do. But, you know, I work there. Najee lives there. We live close. Y'all guys live close and stuff. You're from there. So New York City is always going to be a place that we're going to end up being at. Oh, and and Mariana's from there, too. Yeah, she's a Brooklyn baby. I love the East Coast so much. (laughs) There's a lot to do over here. even, even Even Florida sometimes, you know? Florida's cute for East Coast has the best fucking cities. Like we're talking about DC, Maryland, Baltimore, Atlanta. Atlanta. We won. Florida. 
Florida. Boston. Philly. <laughs> Philly. We fucking won. New York City, period. That was it. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing we really needed to say. <laughs> that was the winner. But yeah, so that was our little uh, Pride recap. Um, I'm excited <laughs> for... Drama, but in a good way. <laughs> yes. I'm excited for more queer events because I know there's going to be more this year. Halloween, in, in bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that was our little weekly recap. So now let's get into these topics. So like I said, there's been a lot going on within Hollywood or like within celebrity world. And I just dwindle it down to three main things because these are the three things I could honestly tolerate. You'll hear about everything else in the upcoming segments. Um, But these three really grinded my gear. So first, I want to start off while we're talking about queerness and pride. Let's talk about Lil Nas X, who received so much backlash from his recent BET performance of Montero, Call Me By Your Name. And of course, one of the main things that went viral was him kissing his dancer this isn't the first time we've seen him kiss his dancer i think we saw it on saturday night live too and i think he's been like doing it at, like other performances and stuff he literally does i'm pretty sure he does it in the music video <laughs> he literally jumps on a pole to hell and twerks on the devil like he gave you and the extreme still booked and busy but so the thing about me is they had rehearsals right so they definitely greenlit that right there's no way that he's a dancer. So he was shoving his tongue down that dancer's throat yes. <laughs> for weeks during that presentation. And it's not even, I swear to you, it's not, it wasn't even BET. It was more of like the response to it, right? From a lot of... No, I'm saying they had to green like that. So they had it, had to not have expected such terrible backlash. But you know, black people are homophobic. Black but you know what though? But you know what though? <laughs> BET, they usually wouldn't, because that, that specific award show that night, they had so much queer representation. Like, they highlighted Queen Latifah. They had MJ mm-hmm. Rodriguez and a Poles cast there in a crowd. So, they were really, like, heavy on LGBTQ. But this is the... But the whole point is, they should have been having this representation. Now, they just can't escape it. Because now we have queer people really taking over the game. So... Yeah. Not even taking over. It's just that we're starting to be recognized more as that have talents yes and you know we're starting to become more prevalent in modern society and the cultures that are portrayed in modern society 100 when people look back on this stuff they're gonna know that people were queer the same way that we knew that fucking greek people were kiddo deadlers (laughs) (laughs) you know it's with the times baby get with the future we're not kitty diddlers no more exactly (laughs) We're gay um, now. <laughs> yeah. And that's so, 10 times better if you ask me. I'd rather exactly. be gay than a kitty diddler. <laughs> 100%. And so I'm, I'm happy to see the representation, but the backlash to representation, of course, like, I'm not really going to comment on cishet people having an opinion because they're just going to be mad regardless. But it was the queer people for me who had negative things to say, particularly gay black men who had so yes, much negative shit to I say. So many tweets about that so many it was ridiculous and then i just want to just just give this person a reading uh fucking real super first off i don't know who the fuck super is like i don't know who that is i don't know super. exactly super set? i know super set not super set is this other <laughs> is this dude named super and he wears exactly. wigs i don't know who i know super <laughs> exactly <The> only- <laughs> lois and i recognize super 
from because after I was reminded, I recognized Super from the app Bigo because remember that's how I met Najee. Okay. I met Najee yeah. through Bigo. So I, Super is very popular on Bigo, like millions of followers on there, and they have the really? audacity. Really that popping? I don't. I don't know. I think it's popping to a certain crowd. A million followers from who? Where? Where? Who are the people that are? And, and this app? is the crazy part, right? So they got. There's only two people who I know on that app that has millions, or three people that have millions of followers on that app. But mm-hmm. then everybody else who's been on the app longer or is just as relevant on the app, they don't have that amount of followings. Like they probably have like 500 or like 200 or 300k. So I really don't know how the numbers work or who's really following these people. I think it's a lot of bots. I think it's a lot of like. <laughs> You know, like, not real accounts. But, I mean, it is what it is, I guess. But Supa said something real ignorant, as in, like, like, we shouldn't be promoting this. As a queer black man, saying, like, we shouldn't be promoting this. Lil Nas X should be focusing more on HIV education and da-da-da-da. And it really baffles my mind that so many queer people are internally homophobic. I don't, if anything, you should be happy at Lil Nas X's representation. I'm so tired of the internalized constant needs for storytelling about HIV and AIDS when it comes to queer people. Yes. I, they're the only ones that get HIV and AIDS. Exactly. I want to see a moment where a fucking cishet couple gets AIDS so that you niggas can be like, wow, fucking straight people get AIDS too. Oh my God. Like, let it sit and simmer as to why these people, you know why? We're culturally always associated with these diseases because of homophobia. Let that shit go. 100. <laughs> I'm tired of like you having to force people to talk about this stuff. Pose, it made sense because that was set in the 80s during the AIDS epidemic. Okay. Right. right. But it's 2020. And straight people can get AIDS too. But on top of that, what I think a lot of black queer men are mad about is because they weren't able to live out their lives the way Lil Nas X is currently. Mm-hmm. That's what that shit is. Y'all are mad. Jealousy. Yep. Lil Nas X is young, fresh, pristine. You know, and you guys are mad and as hell. openly gay. And open. Like, so many older gay men feel like they've lost time and it makes them jealous of the younger gays because they weren't able to be as openly gay as, you know, so many of us are now. But instead of having that jealousy, what you should have is appreciation that, oh, I'm so happy that these young people get to live their lives because I don't want them to live the lives that I live. That's Indeed. what it should have been. But instead, you guys are being old and bitter towards little Nas X for being, <laughs> for being open and honest about his sexuality and being that representation for us. You guys should be happy. The fuck? So, yeah, I had seen a, uh, <laughs> a video of Adam Lambert discussing his controversy back when he was you know first up and an up and coming artist right he had, right he had kissed somebody and he was set to perform on good morning america the next morning and they had essentially blacklisted him mm-hmm. and all that people would talk about was you know his spin on tv and that essentially ruined his career and it's like and he brought up the idea of you know madonna and Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera and, you know, just full-blown, like, heterosexual stuff. And, like, even if straight men would do it, you know, Prince is very sexual. People like Trey Songs are very sexual. And um, 
they go and they make out with their fucking performers but god forbid somebody like you know the idea of lesbianism and it being you know not as taboo as you know gay men kissing and all that type of stuff right and it just he was just like it, it ruined my career like i was blacklisted from everybody and just because i was openly happy about being gay and you know what if i had you it was a bop you know what's crazy about that i remember that happening and i remember the backlash he got and i remember when he dropped because this happened in 2009 or something like that when mm -hmm. he dropped his album in 2012 trespassing and it went number one i remember how mm -hmm. shocked he was because i remember him thinking like damn i thought they blacklisted my ass but when mm -hmm. it went number one because the fans went out and bought it the queer people went out and bought his record so support are with his people and that's yep. what i feel like so many people forget is that so many of us now are not okay with being in the closet so so many of us now are inherently just queer kids queer people we're the queer generation because we're tired of hiding ourselves and people are they don't understand that heterosexuality is not as prevalent as they deem it to be you know right. and now that we're openly exploring our identities and having definitions for our sense of selves people don't forget that heterosexuality is just one of them and there's seven billion people in the world there's no way that every single one of them is going to be fucking heterosexual we're not a we're not a like 10 percent of the world type population you know i think it's like 43 percent of people in the world are fucking gay or something like that you know what i mean it's way more than like one percent of the population right so like to have that representation on TV and to be like guys can kiss guys on TV and nobody's gonna like to to see this backlash is gonna make people who are gay and who want to be performers and who want to be seen in the public eye to take a step back and not want to be openly gay and and that's what they want right like that's what they want us to take that step back and mm -hmm. just imagine what I could just imagine what Lil Nas X is going through like he may be saying face in his tweets or whatever now because he's been clapping back and I've been living for it but just imagine how much that is him. dealing with his yeah, mental health he's a bar baby he's a bar he you was training cannot. for this his whole entire life <laughs> you cannot yeah but like and then on top of that it takes away from the idea like because we lack so much gay representation in our media right it takes away from people like billy eilish who want to do something that's just for girls you know to just for for it to be a friendship we're so thirsty for representation that when we see something that's just supposed to be girls being friends with girls we immediately be like this is gay we have to make it gay right right we don't have anything else and then all of a sudden this poor girl is being accused of queer baiting when really she just wanted to show a sleepover of what happens between girls and it doesn't matter what sexuality the girls are they're just having a girls night you know but of course we're yeah. so starved <laughs> right we're like it's gay and now it's queer baiting because she's not gay so while we're talking about trash ass individuals let's get into bill cosby being released from jail he old and dying anyway you know what i've been waiting for him to shrivel up and, and to go to hell <laughs> i just but i don't want him to die because then when he dies people are gonna be like you see what y'all did he spent his last days in prison Good. Oh, fuck him. I hope he died in that prison. Cell. Fuck him. And so just for those who don't know, Bill Cosby has been released from prison on a technicality. So apparently back in the day, there was a deal made that if he confesses 
to what he did, he would not be going to jail. So since that wasn't brought up in this recent trial, they went through, they went through the paperwork. Because you know, con when you go through the judicial system, they're constantly doing work on your file, regardless if you're in jail or not, or whatever occurred. They're still going to go back, and then people are still going to investigate, especially when it comes to a celebrity. Bill Cosby, yeah. Especially when you're Bill Cosby. So they went back, they found out about this deal, and now he's released on this technicality. That doesn't mean that he's going to stay released. He might go back to jail. We don't know what's going to come up. Obviously, there's going to be more cases, but he just can't be tried on the same uh, offense that he was tried on because that was a deal that was made. And this happened back in like early 2000s, I think in the 90s or so. Luckily for us, he, there's not just one woman that he's. A, yes, it was been, it's been multiple. Like, I think it was over 60 women came out and said something. So I hope that there's that more trials ill inside to know that like they as as women and as people who as victims get to see their 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 abuser go free on a technicality awesome bullshit. when it's so very obvious that that like 60 60 plus women bro like i remember looking at that times magazine like front cover of all their names on it like that shit makes you want to like heave everything we had for breakfast out because it's, just, it's so sad yeah and i also want to dispel that rumor of like oh, it was only white women that came out no plenty of black women also came out talking about bill cosby so for people to say oh, it was and, just white women that's not true and even if it was only white women it doesn't matter because back in those days women period were not getting their voices heard that and also he admitted to it when it comes to assault women women like race has nothing to do with it when people are being victimized the same way that like like you know like you don't you don't go to like a school and talk about some sandy hook oh only white kids were shot like that shit doesn't it doesn't fucking work like that you know no kids are shot period when it comes to people like this, especially meditated, premeditated criminals, they have M.O.s. And if it had only been a white woman, that was his his M.O., you know? Right. Especially back in the fucking, what, what 90s, bro? <laughs> and especially in, at his especially at his stature of being Bill Cosby, of course he was tacking nothing but fucking white women. What, I don't know what you expect. Exactly. You know you know what kind of power trip that would have held for him to, like, to... To, to be a black man doing all this to white women yeah yeah hurting white women that way yeah i i could i can definitely see it yeah but 100 it wasn't just white women it was women of all color it was just women period and even if it wasn't only women it even if it was women and men and everybody in between <laughs> he's still a serial abuser regardless right. of who the person he abused was and on top of all that, he admitted to doing all of it. So it's the fact that he, it, just scratching all of the other bullshit surrounding it, he admitted to doing it. He just got out on a technicality. So for those being like, they're still going to support him no matter what, he still did it. So you're still supporting uh, a person who did that bad, terrible shit to women, period. So you're terrible, too, if you support Are him. Are Kelly still in jail, though? Yes. And I hope he stays there, and I hope he gets fucking <laughs> taken under. <laughs> like, but I, I want to talk about these celebrity, these celebrities that supported Bill Cosby when this news broke out. There was a lot of celebrities cooning and buffooning under 
the shade room comments. I have screenshots. I want to deliver a fuck you to Big Frida. I can't believe Big Frida would be out here supporting that. Um, I, I just. I wish I followed the shade room. I need that kind of tea in my life. Let me go take a look. So I don't. I don't follow the shade room. I just was on the page and I just saw the, the yeah blue oh, because text. if they say something like that and you want to know what all these other people are saying that's exactly where you look that's exactly where you go but then most importantly I would like to give a dragging out to Felicia Rashad who was who played his wife on the Bill Cosby show she posted a tweet in support of Bill Cosby saying like justice was finally served and then she got dragged and then she backtracked um, and it was just a bunch of bullshit, girl. You know, you want you you're his friend. You wanted to support him, but regardless of that's your friend, he still admitted to doing it, and you shouldn't have been supporting him in the first place. And especially since Felicia Rashad is apparently a dean for Howard University, and this is the this is the hill you want to die on, Miss Madams. You better not get jumped by those black kids, Miss Ma'am. You know they don't give a fuck. I tweeted Howard, and I was like, Are y'all about to do something about this? Apparently, Howard is still going to go forward with keeping her as as the dean. That's a terrible decision. Them kids are going to read her for filth. I love, love the her. shade room. They be, they be so toxic on The there. shade room is a love-hate relationship because I, I do like a lot of the mess and I live for it, but it's just so much on my brain when it comes to the bullshit. I just can't stomach like it. It perpetuates such terrible ideals of the black community. And they also they know what they're doing because I think a lot of the times they frame certain stories and they know what kind of crowd they're going to bring in, what kind of negative mm-hmm. comments they're going to bring in. So yeah. I just feel like they are they're doing a disservice, but they're also unfortunately doing very entertaining. Job. Yeah, doing their job. <laughs> so yeah, fuck Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh, facts that that man electric chair. <laughs> Please, that's my verdict. All and right. finally, let's address Talk more bullshit. <laughs> and our last topic for this week is going to be Shakari Richardson, who a lot of people have known from last week, who um, was qualifying for the Olympics, I believe. And recently she did a drug test and it comes to find out that she has been tested positive uh, for having marijuana in her system. And now she is not able to run in the race to, you know, officially solidify her place in the Olympics, Um, which I think is going to be where in Tokyo, I think. I believe so. Right. It was supposed to be during 2020. So I think it's supposed to be in Japan this year. Yes. Yes. So. I, it's unfortunate that something like weed is still preventing black people from succeeding. And even though it's legalized in so many states, although a lot of white people are capitalizing off of marijuana in general and the and the fact that she is now not able to run because she has it in her system, that doesn't make any sense. To me, marijuana is not a performance. <laughs> so I've seen a lot of tweets where it's like, okay, so one, Shikari, she lost her mother the week before the um the competition, right? Right. She smoked a little weed to take the edge off. That shit not gonna make her run faster. I ain't never known nobody to run faster. That's what I'm saying. Like, as y'all checking for steroids, right? Not weed. Right. But weed is a steroid. Let me know. Throughout my experience, because I lost a couple brain cells. <laughs> right. Throughout my experience, I have never seen weed as a performance enhancing drug. What a lot of people were saying was, "Oh, like it relaxes muscles." or whatever the case it might be. And I'm just like, okay, 
don't, what's the how okay it relaxes and... muscles okay and when these people are done running what do you think they do they jump into tubs where they can they do massages they relax their muscles you're not getting ahead by smoking weed take... and running track exactly but also like beyond that the fact that they're constantly testing black women for these things just in order for them because there's other instances of where women have tested with high testosterone levels and have been um withdrawn from um events and it really just sounds like they're looking for anything in order to disallow these women from you know these 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 talented women from participating because obviously they're they're running the game I don't think I right. don't remember the last time I've ever seen a white woman wanna win a track race, you know. Right. And and also about that whole testosterone thing, that's all just rooted in transphobia and just ignorance in general. Seriously. Because you could be uh, somebody who um was born or, you know, who was cisgendered and you could still have testosterone in your system regardless. So I just mm -hmm. that's bullshit. Yep. Like and that's like a whole nother conversation within itself about trans people being allowed to participate in things such as Olympics <clears throat> because of testosterone and whatnot in consideration to um, Janine, who was a bodybuilder. Um, but at the end of the day, I think that trans people do understand their limitations when it comes to participating in gender specific sports, which is why I feel like gender specific sports don't make any sense. I, I just hate the assumption of if you are a woman or if you're a man that you're not able to compete in the same thing, because I know a lot of women who could outrun, who is stronger than, who could beat the shit out of so many dudes. Like, and so it's just it's transphobia is misogyny it's just it's just so much bullshit and i hate it i hate it so much um i don't think weed should be stopping anybody from running everybody smokes weed in today's day and age so and the idea that like <laughs> people can't compete because they smoke weed just doesn't make any sense to me because if anything you should want your competition to smoke weed <laughs> You should want them to be, yeah, you should want them to so you could have the edge. I don't know, weed is not like, it's not a steroid. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to get like, like... If she's not smoking bud during the fucking, like, yeah, if you're looking for steroids, okay. But even if, like, I just, I don't understand sports. People's priorities are it, fucked it, up. It, they're, they're just, they just don't, they, they, sports is a misogynist, like, um, recreational thing. Because 100. they forget that women can do the same thing. So when they find out, they undermine the idea of women being just as competitive and talented in men in these aspects because they don't like the idea that science, it, 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 women nowadays defy their science and are stronger than men. Right. Because let's be, let's, let's be honest. Testosterone has been lacking in our cishets males yeah it's not a benefit <laughs> I, I, I ain't see a man fucking be a lumberjack in a long time it's, it's not it's not a benefit so i don't understand that um but regardless of all of this i still think it is important for us to hold shikari to task for a lot of her terrible and problematic and horrible tweets yeah. um her homophobic tweets her abuse apologist tweets um like i said i tweeted this the other day her Chris Brown tweets. Oh my God. 
Yes, her Chris Brown her. tweets are terrible, and her she tweets can about still have my terrible. support in terms of being a black woman, but uh, that's where I stop supporting. No, as, honestly, as a personal human being, mm. honestly, of the sports, mm. exactly. I agree. I said I'll be for another team. I said, you know what? Karma is a big bitch. Karma is a big bitch, but you know what? That's some shit. <laughs> we shouldn't stop you from running though. And I also want to cool. um, read some of Shikari's tweets. Um, oh. Trigger warning. I want to read some of her tweets because these are not okay. And you shouldn't be saying it. So, so that people can understand why. Exactly. That we're that we're addressing this. So she said first, if you a nigga and you wear pink, die in a pit because you gay as fuck. She said that. Um, and then in regards to the whole Chris Brown situation, somebody uh, tweeted out, a picture of Chris Brown and what he did to Rihanna, you know, just to remind people of how garbage this dude is. She mm-hmm. tweeted and saying, and this was in 2019. She said, Oh my gosh, shut up. Women like you are annoying. None of us are perfect. That was a mistake he made years ago. And it was dubbed and it was drug through the mud about for years. It's not right for anyone to put their hands on another person, but y'all don't say anything about the fact that, um, and I'm guessing she meant like about like Rihanna also put her hands on him also. Um, so at the end of the day, like, and mind you, Shikari is young. She's 19, I think 20 now. And, but she's not 20 growing up in 1996. She's not 20 growing up in 1982. She's 20 growing up in 2021. So she knew exactly what she was saying and she knew what was wrong and what wasn't okay. We need to hold her accountable for that because although we love to see black women win and we love to see her succeed, one thing I'm not going to tolerate is you being homophobic and you being um an abuse apologist this is just your karma bitch that's all that is that's just your karma so just deal with it now take your l and then try again next time sugar plum don't know what to tell you (laughs) you just told her what you told her (laughs) she said what she said so yeah i'm just so sick i'm just these celebrities this week and these people in in the spotlight this week have been really showing their ass and the public eye has been really showing their ass like i'm pretty sure this pandemic and with the the coming of internet is going to be the falling of idolism idolism whatever the word is i agree idolize it yeah just because these fucking fools bro fools like it's you have to sift through gold to find somebody worthy of standing and when you do they do something stupid and this and i talked about this with the king of reeds yeah i talked about this with the king of reeds and i also talked about this with deshaun harrison on a couple of our episodes and and just latasha we talked about how this pandemic really opened up our eyes to the idea of celebrity to the idea of idolization and how ultimately we should just end all of that because it's not benefiting any of us famous no more it's not benefiting any of us and there's no benefit in completely of supporting someone when they don't give a shit about you they're hoarding wealth like they're doing a whole bunch of other things you know what i mean like so it's just and culture is so bad because it allows these people to do this it 100 100 like a good example of this would be like Beyonce, for example, right? And I got some some negative tweets about this also because I agreed with what No Name tweeted that like, yes, we love Beyonce and she's an amazing artist, but she's also somebody who benefited from using somebody else's culture for Black is King because she's not African and she's also a hoarder of wealth and she's also married to somebody 
who is not necessarily the best person is also a hoarder of wealth has also ruined a bunch of careers being jay-z so we could support we could appreciate the music and the art that they created in this aspect and then while also calling them out and not really supporting them because at the end of the day they are still celebrities they're still capitalists they're still hoarders of wealth and um two things could be true at once they could be amazing creative creatives while also being trash people and that's, that's true. crazy though because like how do you get famous <laughs> like Period. how do you like make music without being famous like even sia she started off so good and then she started showing her face and now her now now look at her but no there's a lot of people like like Don Richard, who was a part of the group Danny Kane. She's very successful in the underground scene. But if she were to walk through a store, I don't think people really would be like crowding her to be like, oh my God, look, that's Don. Like, I want to be on that. Like, that's why I like podcasting so much. So many people in the world of podcasts could like mm-hmm. just go out and mind their business while also having a million downloads in a week. Like, it's. <laughs> so I that's like that. I like art. And it's not necessarily fame, right? It's just success. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that's. So that's the end of this week's topic. (laughs) Celebrities acting a goddamn fool. Again, every week it's the same shit. Fools. Exactly. I love watching other people crumble and fall. Right. Everybody, let us know what you think about these topics. I'm going to be sharing these on my Instagram stories. So just let me know what you what you think. You can read them out loud next week. Um now hear from you guys. Let's move on to the next segment, the title of the show. What's on my timeline? Where we just briefly go over some things that really stood out on our timeline this week. I'm going to start off first with this fire at the Gulf of fucking Mexico. Did you see that video? It's the hell. It's the gates of hell, bro. I was like, this looked like some CGI. You see the boats trying to fucking put that shit out. Why are you putting water out in water? It know. literally looked also, like, like it was a y'all boom. got helicopters. Why are you using the boats from that far away? Knowing damn well that shit don't hit all the way over there. Make it make y'all sense. can put giant blocks of ice inside of the water. Make it make sense. It was so scary because when I was looking at it, I was like, "This looks like a fucking movie. This can't be real." But it was real. Like apparently there was a gas leak. Or like some mm-hmm. oil was in the in the water. First off, I hate the fact that a lot of these oil things are in the ocean. Oh my gosh! And when shit like and that leaks, look at the, the wildlife, the fish, and all that—they're mm-hmm. dying. It's terrible. <laughs> like this gas leak is gonna have some serious repercussions for real, for real. One hundred percent. Like it. And like it, nobody's thinking about it. <laughs> It was so crazy. And then I don't know why people, I don't know why they thought like, let me go pour water on a fire that is starting from gas. That's, That's gas. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if the water itself that is burning in is not stopping it, I don't know what you think these little spritz of water is going to do. <laughs> it's like taking a baby water gun and, and like, spraying like a house right. fire. I'm like, this is not, it's not a wildfire. Like you can stop wildfires by like throwing a whole bunch of water on it. But this is a oil and water situation, a gas fire. Y'all ain't never see the video of that one guy who throws fire fries in a pot and then he tries to pour water on it and the whole thing sets on flames. And oh my God, y'all, y'all clearly. 
This earth is going to hell. No, no sense of like we have no sense of self-preservation at <laughs> all. At all, bro. None. And I'm tired. The Gulf of Mexico is gonna be black as shit. I'll give it five years. Nemo. Them poor fucking fish. Imagine minding your business and you smell gas as a fish. You're like, what the fuck is this? Yo, and then we wonder why we have all those nasty ass creatures down there. They're all mutated. <laughs> They're yes. all mutated from all this bullshit that we've been dealing with. All these gas leaks. Like, there's probably ducks down there that have gills. Not that ducks just with swam- gills. Mermaids, bro. I'm telling you, mermaids fucking exist, but they Atlantis don't look the real. way that we want us to. The, the way that we want them to look, they're probably like pale as hell, like fucking <laughs> slimy as shit. Ugh. If Atlantis is real, please take me. I'm gonna go to Haiti and get dragged down by a, by a mermaid. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay Bye, with mermaid. that. No, the Haitian mermaids are scary. You ain't never hear those stories. That's not. Is that a real thing? Haitian mermaids. Yes. Like the the theory that if you get a mermaid's like um comb and you take it with you, um, she'll come looking for it. And I think if you give it back to her, but you don't go into the ocean, she'll give you riches. But if you don't give it back to her, she'll come and get you and take you into the ocean. Some shit like that. But there are stories of women who've been just yeeted into the ocean. Because they don't listen. They don't listen to the tales. Oh my gosh. That's well, why I, that's one of the reasons I'm afraid to travel because they be preying on the foreigners. No, one hundred percent. These mystical beings, they be like, Ooh, fresh meat. Somebody who doesn't know the lore. Girl, when you go traveling, not only do you have to duck and dodge all the the, the what is it, the I mean, tales and shit, you have to also duck and dodge the people themselves. Like they're coming after your people. Too. Yep. Yeah, but real people are less scary than the unknown. Like, God forbid it, the Loch Ness Monster just... <laughs> I, I, I thoroughly believe there is a fat-ass lizard in the water, and I also believe this Krakens are real. I believe fat-ass octopuses and squids and shit. Yeah, I believe that. Mm-hmm. And they're like intelligent the ocean, beings. I know. I know there's something in the ocean. There's a Japanese theory that we have earthquakes because there's this giant fish in the center of the earth. And every time he like moves and adjusts himself, it causes an earthquake. It's not really a theory; it's a myth, but you know, it's cute. I like. I like. I just think the Earth has gas and just says, <laughs> "Yeah, just blow some shit up." Um. So yeah, there you go. Fire at the Gulf of Mexico. Good luck with that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't the know what's going on. Hell are opening up, baby. Yes, it is. I can't wait for Jesus to come. Look, murder hornets, locusts, bitch. Jesus is coming. <laughs> and speaking of Jesus, I want to give a shout out to Tabitha Brown, who read the That's living. Our favorite Christian woman. <laughs> she read the shit out of Wendy Williams. I know Tabitha Brown from making uh, bacon from carrot strips. Yeah, she makes like vegan vegan foods. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's so she. I know her from yeah. Where yes. She's like okay, honey. Yeah. Yes, and she, she has, read like, that mommy voice. Wendy Williams down. So the reason why she read Wendy Williams down is because Wendy 
uh, reported on her show that Tabitha Brown has retired her husband. I didn't know. I didn't know what that meant. I thought that meant like, oh, she's taking a break from her husband. But no, she literally retired him as in like she allowed him to stop working as an LAPD officer so he could go and live his dream because he took on a job so she could go live her dream in the world of media. He wants to do like nonprofit work and give back to youth and shit like that. So some. That's good. So now that they have the ability to do so, because all of them, not including, also including her, their daughter, who's a model now, they can yep. all they all have their own personal income. Of course, now that's 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 what a proper wife would do, a proper significant other. Yeah. And you know, Wendy, if you did that for your husband, maybe he'd still be around. And that's exactly why Tabitha <laughs> read him for fil- read her for filth. She was like. If you knew a love like that, then you would be doing the same thing. I hope somebody, I, and she said it real Christianly, and she was like, I pray that you find somebody that you could do that shit for. She read her the fuck down. So shout out to Tabitha Brown, and I think her and her husband's relationship is so healthy, like, and so amazing. The fact that she is literally telling him, you don't have to work, go focus on this nonprofit because they have accomplished so much, and she is not worrying about, like, losing income or like losing money or you know whatever the case may be so he could go live out his dream because he sacrificed so much for her i think that is so great i think that's lovely and wendy williams you can only fucking dream of a relationship like that you old bitter bitch so there you go you old bitter bitch that's throwing yourself at the brat knowing the brat knowing that the brat is coming out with a whole fucking tv show about their relationship with their woman so make it make Sense. It also know. apparently was with Rage. I think, well, I think I know her. Well, they was out. They were out for like lunch and stuff. Yeah. But you <laughs> know what though? I don't put nothing past Rage. Rage knows everything. Yeah. Everything goes back to Ray J. Yep. So what was on your timeline? Okay. So I've been seeing a lot of ads for this stupid mo- Zola movie. <laughs> yeah. What is the rule of this? Okay, so Zola was a story basically that happened on Twitter back in like 2009, 10, like really early. In, and it was basically a story about how this girl made friends with this white girl, this black girl, made friends with this white girl and ended up becoming her pimp. And the whole story is just like, it's, it's full of a bunch of twists and turns. What and a while back in like 2016 or 2017, they ended up getting greenlit for a movie and a screenplay. And I've been following the girl that actually originated the story. You know, it is a biography about her, her life as somebody who works in the streets. And, you know, they're in Florida. So, you know, uh, shenanigans ensue. Hot mess but express. It's so funny because people are so, like, for me, I think that people are very um, turned off by it because the white girl does give off this caricature of a black woman. But they're in Florida and she's being pimped. <laughs> It's for the sake of, what is the word? Y'all seen Johnson's Cabaret? Immersion. Yeah, exactly. It's for the sake <laughs> of immersion. These bitches, they, they talk like that because that's how they're raised. Not saying it's okay, but if you want the movie to be, you know, realistic, you really want it. She's not going to be like, be ready by two. It's be ready by two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's one of the um, lines that she says and that's exactly how she sounds as this white girl she's like be ready battle <laughs> yeah but course, also down south white women sound like that sound like that yeah 
but the movie it's it's coming out sometime this month i think it was supposed to come out in, on june 26th i might be wrong but um it's been advertised a lot and you know i've been waiting for it so i would love to watch it when it does come out with you yes i'm excited um also like speaking of that like i think a lot of people have this um oh, misconception that 30th. that white people all sound like they come from like fucking valley of california and shit but no if you go down south like like la bitches like they yeah. all sound like bella hadid <laughs> right like if you go to alabama you go to florida you go to louisiana them white people they sound like niggas because that's mm-hmm. how people talk down there yeah they got the nigga accent because that's where it all came from the south yeah and white people there's white people who grew up in black neighborhoods like we we're from jersey city there's white people who live on a hill there's white people Mm -hmm. who live in black areas who just so happen to pick up and assimilate to what's going on and that's not necessarily because they want to like mimic these people that's just because of assimilation and also because of survival like imagine like it's the idea of is it is it taught or is is it is it is it learned and taught or is it natural instinct and for a lot when it comes to stuff like this especially you know speaking it's taught everybody grows up with an accent it's like that idea of you being an american and speaking to your children in a british accent for their first couple years of their life so they grow up with a british accent my cousins they're they're born and raised hawaiian kids their dad's from boston they say ka pak dot like they speak just like that and that's yeah. just because that's how they were raised but they've never fucking been to Bo- they've gone to boston maybe twice in their life so you're on your timeline on your list the brats dolls <laughs> they came out with a new tiktok account but um so they uh, they've been getting a lot of backlash recently because um, they've been caught stealing designs from indie fashion designers, and one of the more more recent TikToks, and they've you know come out with like animated TikToks that are supposed to appeal to kids that are like our age because brats is our our thing, right? Mm-hmm. And um, one of the girls, Yasmin, was wearing an outfit that very very similarly resembled an outfit that an indie designer created like it was color scheme like aesthetic like the cut of the clothing like outfit down to the t the only difference was that rather than the the fabric being the same texture as the one that she was wearing it had the brats girls faces on it but the colors were exactly the same the the, you know like it looked exactly the same and she backed up her receipts with the idea with the with a dm from the brats verified account just basically saying hey we like your stuff and then they just totally ghosted her so you know they acknowledged her stole her idea put it up on tiktok and then totally and then so many other people fucking acknowledged it and were like hey that's her design and they just totally like haven't talked about it at all that's garbage that's absolutely garbage but they have a dark-skinned brats though took them a long time did they have dark skin brass dolls before they they used to have dark skin brass dolls before i'm pretty sure she i think her name is like jasmine or something like that oh i also saw somebody playing black guess who where they bought guess who and then replaced it with a bunch of black people is that a thing totally try that no they did it themselves it was like a diy where they bought guess who but then they replaced the photos because you can replace the photos they replaced the photos with black um celebrities and people in um the public eye 
and it was really it was really cool because they had people like Condoleezza Rice, Flavor Flav, Tiffany, Nicki Minaj, and it was it was really cute because I can imagine us playing that and being like, "Yo, who that bitch you hate so much?" <laughs> All right, so that's definitely a thing we gotta do. Mm-hmm. And I encourage everybody to do it too. And if you try it out, please show us. Yes, I hope. Guess who sees that and was like, "Okay, let's uh, capitalize off of it." Do it for black people. Yeah. yeah, do it for black people. <laughs> well, guess who? Generally, I don't think it had celebrities in it, did it? No, I think it was just random people. Random people, yeah. But if we do it with celebrities, I feel like we have fun. I never really played Guess Who before, anyways. So this would be like my first experience playing Guess Who. And with black people, it'll be easier for you. Yes, it'd be easier for me to understand. You know, board games and shit. a little hard for me. <laughs> board games and, like, those little games and shit goes right over my head. Like, I just be like, what? What is this? Like, Monopoly. I can't do Monopoly for shit. I, like, I couldn't handle Monopoly. I liked games like, um, the fuck is the, the one with the little poppy thingy in the middle? Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, what's the next that one? I was only, it was only sorry. I like hungry, oh, yeah. hungry hippos. The one with the fish. Remember the one that you like fish them? Go fish. Yeah. Yes. I don't think that counts as a board game though. Oh, does it not? All right, I, get it. <laughs> I don't think hungry, hungry hippos counts either, but yeah. Shoots and ladders, Candyland. I loved Candyland. But I do fucks with like card games, like taboo, um, cards against humanity, like shit like that. I could. Yahtzee. <laughs> yeah. Um, but oh, and also this is not a board game, but like Jenga, I could do that shit too. Like, I love Jenga. Jenga's so fun. Connect Four, I fucks heavy with Connect Four. We should start, but we should buy board games for our, for my apartment so that when you come over, we can play. I agree. I feel like board games would be because I feel like when you watch TV with your friends, it's kind of sad. But board games, board games are lit. So I just want to deliver my first fuck off to black men. Period. So as you heard, um, we already have dragged them enough. Uh, on this episode, a bird just fucking flew on my windowsill and it scared the shit out of me. Is that a black man walking to the building across the street? There's a lot going on right now. Anyways, um, <laughs> I think it's time we, we wrap this up. There's a lot going on. So, uh, yeah, I just want to deliver my fuck off to black men because I just feel like y'all have just been garbage. And obviously, it's not all of you. So, this is only to the ones it applies to. Um and the ones that are making everybody else's life harder. One hundred percent, yes. And men, I, men, men in general. I have posted in my Instagram stories about the situation with Bill Cosby, about the situation with Lil Nas X, and a lot of straight black men were in my DMs, um, talking about like how or give me like their opinions on it. I feel like a lot of without cis- you asking. A lot of cis het black men hit me up all the time and just give me their fucking opinions on things that they already know that. You gotta change your mind on some bullshit too, right? Yes, or like asking always. me like, or asking me like, what is your opinion on this? But I'm just like, y'all already know what my opinion is on this, so I don't know why the fuck you. You even just want to start questions. an argument with me, yep. Yes, so yep. I just want to deliver a fuck off to y'all because I've just been disappointed. I'm also disappointed in the queer black men, also. Like I said with Lil Nas X, like. Y'all have really been trying it in this internalized homophobia that you have. You need to get fucking over it. You need to get over it. I'm tired of hearing black queer men talk so negatively about people who do drag or people who vogue or people who are part of the key key scene. These people who are innovative. Feminine in the- queer men. Yes. Like in the- queer men can't be feminine anymore. Yeah. These are the black they queer men. have to be queer. 
opened the the doors for us to be where we're yes. at now. Who push yep, culture forward without them being so bold and be, being so proud of who they are? We would not be able to be the toned down versions of them. You know exactly. What I mean? Peacefully. Right. And I'm not supposed to be your palate, you know, cleanser for them. Exactly. As gay people. Exactly. Like you don't, and you don't have to like drag. You don't have to like voguing. You don't have to like it. But this outright disgust and hate that a lot of you have for shit that is queer baffles my mind. So I just want to deliver a fuck y'all to uh, cishet black men and just queer black men. All Because all y'all just been pissing me the fuck off. And like I said, it only applies to those who have been making it harder for us to live and be ourselves. If the ones who aren't doing that, I'm not going to give you a cookie for it. Because I'm not going to give you a cookie for shit that you're supposed to be doing. You don't have a lot of fish for swimming. Exactly. But... You know, this doesn't apply to y'all. It just applies to the ones who it applies to. My last fuck off is going to be to Jamie Lynn Spears, who, you know, has recently been revealed to be benefiting off of her, you know, sister's conservative ship. And what? recently. So, yeah, she benefits off of it, which is probably why, which is why so many people are, you know, she's faced a lot of backlash. She turned off all her Instagram comments because you know, people are angry that somebody whose sister has basically paved the way for her to even have a career to begin with because she didn't, that baby didn't ruin her career. She ruined her career. She's now feeding off of her sister's conservatorship. And like this poor woman who, who just wants a life of her own is basically feeding her and her kids, you know? And um, recently the judge denied removal of jamie lynn from britney's conservatorship even though mm. as her sister you should be fighting to be removed just to show that you support her being able to do things on her own and it, it, it like fuck you bro because like i can't imagine doing that to my sister and i can't imagine my sister being younger than me doing that to me you know especially in an industry that's so quick to tear people down especially when she's experienced the same thing you know it's, it's sad. Yeah, it's... Um, Family really don't mean shit in those worlds, man. I do feel like maybe one day we could do um, an episode about Britney Spears and that whole entire conservatorship because there's mm-hmm. a lot to, like, digest and to dissect when it comes to all... Oh, yeah. There's so much. Her and I interviews, honestly, her performances. The, yes, the I, and I really feel bad for her because ultimately what has happened to Britney Spears was she's facing so much trauma. A lot of the shit that she's going through is trauma from being in a spotlight for so long. Side note, I watched this interview that Willow Smith did with Paris Jackson, Michael Jackson's daughter. And Mm -hmm. she talked about how for a long time she had PTSD from camera clicks because of paparazzi and shit like that. So every time she hears a camera click, yeah, Paris, every time she hears a camera click, freaks out. I believe it. So I could just imagine what Britney Spears is going through because she's also was started out very young in the industry. I mean, she wasn't born into the industry like Paris was, but you know, but still she's also had an effect on that. And that time when she was really like going through a lot with like her ex-husband and, you know, having her kids and shit. The, yeah. She got her kids was all over from it. her. She had that whole breakdown to the point where she shaved her head and was like, I just don't want to be photographed anymore. I don't want to be pretty enough to be photographed. And people took that and laughed at her. And I remember just being a kid and seeing a woman in distress and being like, wow, this is really how 
like people are so mean like I don't ever want to be famous if this is what happens and it wasn't just her it was yeah Paris Jackson she's a fucking child at that time yeah like paparazzi back in the day used to be so relentless and like Princess Diana she passed away and what did people do they were taking pictures of her the yeah, trauma it's that terrible. comes with that like I can't imagine knowing that she dealt with all of that and watching her deal with all of that as somebody who's her blood and still being so naive enough to benefit off of the same thing that causes her all this trauma mm, I really do feel bad for Britney Spears and set, and a person and, and, who's and, so and talented and when she spoke to the public after, or, or was it prior to her court meeting, she apologized to all of us. And I feel like she's so caught into this that she feels the need to apologize to us as her fans when really we should be apologizing to her for not seeing it, for for just being so blinded and being so thirsty for content and, and music and performances that we didn't notice that she was suffering, you know, that yeah. she was overworking herself, that she's tired. You know, yeah, you remember how how she used to turn out albums? Every yes, was an album. And and she took that break and then she went and did that whole Las Vegas thing where she was basically staying in Las Vegas. Mhm. And performing in Las Vegas and that none of that was, you know, by, of her own free will. That's ridiculous. And sad. Yeah, and, and the fact that her father know, still has control father, over her like what? That's that's sad. That's sad that fathers can just do stuff like this and nobody can help her except the people who don't want to help her. Right, and she's a grown woman with kids. With kids. She can't even like see her boyfriend like unsupervised, bro. She doesn't even have access to her own fucking money. Like I just I want to know like how she managed to meet somebody. But you know what it is also, um, what is it? they think they have something, what is it called? Is it a, U, a, a UID or a, 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 what is it called? IUD? An IUD. They forced the her to have one of those. Because she can't have, she doesn't, she wants more children, but she's not allowed to have more children. Yeah. Yep. Like, what the fuck? In hindsight, it makes sense because she's not even, uh, she doesn't have custody of her own children, but you know. She doesn't have custody of her children because of the way that the media has continued to paint her as a mentally ill woman. Mm-hmm. And albeit she might be mentally ill, but you know, there's paths to helping her with that. And the path that she's going down is going to lead into something much less sunshine and rainbows and much more pushing up daisies. Mm-hmm. Realistically. <laughs> so, you know, big fuck you to Jamie Lynn Spears for perpetuating that and allowing that to continue to happen to somebody who lives under her and, you know, is eating well off of the suffering of their own blood and, you know, their own sister. And that's ridiculous. And fuck you for that because shame, fat, fat shame. And you know that you're guilty. You know that you're shame. You're full of shame because you've turned off your comments. Mm -hmm. You know that you're doing something wrong because you haven't taken the time to defend yourself. Not that there's anything that you can defend yourself from. There you go. So, yep, mm-hmm. that. So, I just really hope Britney Spears, I just really want all this to be over for her. But then, after that, the amount of recovery she has to do, ugh, and the amount of work she's going to have to do because you know she got to pay all the legal fees and shit. Like, I just feel so bad for mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. I just hope that when the time comes that we continue to support her the way that we have now and that it's not just a trend. Yeah. So, when she does decide to, when all this is over, 
And we could actually, like, you know, if she, when she decides she wants to get ready to go back to work and make music and shit again, I'm buying the fuck out of her music. I'm buying every ounce of merch. You know what I mean? Ain't like, I right? want, I want her. She deserves it. I feel so bad for her, and she's so talented. And people always been downplaying her talent for so long, but now, but now you see what the hell she's been going through. Yeah, right. You got to be a talented son of a bitch to be able to go through all that realistically, like to to force yourself to perform so much when your body is telling you that you don't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. That's strength in a different different way. Yeah, people talk mm-hmm. about her vocals and her performances or whatever, but just imagine going through all, all that choreography, yeah. bitch. But that and, and then, you know, I t- <laughs> but that and then on top of that stress. That's not good for the vocal cords mm-hmm. or anything. This, all that shit she's going through mm-hmm. and she's still performing and turning out songs and shit. Like, come on now. Let's see, I wish the best for Britney. I love her Bob's, very much. Bob said that. Bob said that. Memorable Bob said that. Mm-hmm. Constantly. Putting all that out. All that constant talent out. Mm-mm. Yeah. I hope she gets the peace that she deserves yeah. before so, it's too late. Yeah. Fuck Jamie and fuck her father. And that's the end of fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go uh, thank you for listening to us this week on the Devon Hour podcast I hope you enjoyed this week's episode let me know give me some feedback and yeah that's about it and I ain't got nothing else to say is there anything you gotta say Joe? no be kind to people take care of yourself don't let your dogs walk on this hot ass concrete and drink water and keep your AC on if you live in New York because fuck Con Edison <laughs> So there you go. Alrighty then. Catch y'all next week. Bye bye now. Bye.